ahead. Laureen Gilbert is back with us, CEO at Wealthwise Financial, and Rebecca Walzer joins us here, president at Walzer Wealth Management. Good afternoon. Welcome back, uh, Laureen, and welcome to the show, Rebecca. Laureen, get us started here. It seems like every time there's hope for a rally, it doesn't last more than a couple hours. Do we give up at this point? Just sell? Embrace our new bear market? Well, I think we're definitely in a risk off market and I will say it's a change in sentiment for us. We were risk on going into this year, even with the headwinds of the Federal Reserve raising rates and going through the uh, repricing of the markets, we still um, were plotting ahead. However, with this new headwind of a full out war, between Russia and Ukraine that brings down a lot of economies. It brings down the European markets. It uh, brings us concerned about China and they already have their economic concerns. And so really what we're looking now is a potential global recession across many continents. And the question is, can the US then avoid also going into a recession? At this point, uh, it seems like the market's getting a little bit more worried about that. I, I think it's a really salient point here that we have to uh, start to kind of reassessing our checklist of red flags. Uh, Rebecca, where do you fall on how many right now are yellow? How many are red? Yeah, I wish, Oliver, that I could give you a lot of you know silver lining in these clouds, but it's difficult. Mm. Um, you know, I literally, if I list out all of the reasons that we don't see a lot of silver lining in these clouds, it's depressing. And I, it is. I mean, it is what it is, you know. So if, let's just look at it. We obviously know that we have the Russian-Ukrainian conflict and that that is, uh, maybe it's going to divest and divert, you know, disperse really quickly. But I'm not counting on that. And I don't think investors should count on that either. I think that, if anything, we might look at uh, see China and Taiwan soon enough just because of the emboldened nature of these national political leaders under this current era. So we have that happening, while we also still do not have full supply chains back in operation at 100% prior to corona. So, you know, we still have supply chain delays out of China and we still have a lot of supply chain issues here. And then we have the price of oil and how that impacts all of farming. People don't talk about this. They only talk about the gas stations. But when you have oil and petroleum based products, fertilizers are petroleum based products. So we're talking about corn farmers now in the United States that are saying that it is not going to be economically viable to plant corn this season. If we have a lot of farmers that switch to soybeans from corn, then we don't have the corn that we need to feed our livestock because that's a big product of livestock that will affect our animal supply and our meat production and supply. These are all interconnected ecosystems that are very much dependent upon each other. And you know, a disruption of a coronavirus and we can the world can come together and try to get through it but we keep having more and more and more things that are gonna keep causing this market, unfortunately, a lot of heartburn. A vicious cycle uh, that you're describing, and uh, we just saw that term in your notes there, uh, a cycle that will be uh, downward uh, trending for now. When we look at uh, things that are working, uh, we see on your notes, Rebecca, you like gold, uh, gold trying to make a move here. Laureen, I see in your notes looking at uh, shifting to long, short strategies, having uh, investors uh, in your bullpen who can take both sides of, of the coin. How do you go about trying to figure out who's good at that? <laughs> it's been a while since we've needed that skill set. 
Right. Um, but it is a good defensive position going with long, short strategies, as well as we're looking at increasing commodity exposure, as we feel like that's going to be a longer term play with commodities. And therefore, it's not just focused on energy or oil, but um, every aspect of commodities, whether it is in agriculture and metals and all of those. So looking at increasing commodity exposure, adding in long short, and then increasing our exposure to large cap value. So we, moving up in the capitalization, that just puts us in a more defensive posture for now. Mm, okay, so long short and making sure that uh, you've got some of that hedge to a market that's just not going straight up. The list of things that works to come back to gold, Rebecca, how, how far do we go? I mean, as you mentioned with the farmers, you're basically only winning this year if you're in potash or, or gold. <laughs> Yeah, it's interesting. That's a great question. And I, I'm not exactly sure, right? Gold is never a long-term, I mean, as far as a long-term strategy, you're not going to be able to eat gold and, and right. off of gold. Yep. But so we we know that we're going back to cash at some point. But the, the trick is the timing of it. We were seeing resistance at the 1930 level. We clearly brought, brought you know, broke out of resistance these last two days, um, you know, ending over 2,000. I know I saw an analyst yesterday saying 3,000 an ounce. I don't know if I'm going that far. I hope that we don't have to go on a gold run that long but I, I you know it's it's going to depend on where this world is going and and unfortunately i'm expecting unfortunately i am truly expecting more bad news in these next 90 days that the that the market is not going to like and it's going to have to digest it and so i am prepared for our practice and our clients to be unfortunately having to to just be bracing for more bad news and more pullbacks and rever mean reversions. We just we just are, are we're just going to see it. And I and I wish I had better news. And I hate mm. to go on these shows and be a, a negative pessimist, but that's I'm okay. a realist more than anything. It's it's being a realist right now, Oliver. That's what's important for clients. And and they have to know their needs and their risk. You know their risk tolerance. Can they go through these next ninety days in this market, or do they need to be a little more secure and defensive? You know as we've been discussing today. A word that we use here a lot, looking at the charts, a realist, uh, you know, I like the gold point too, where as things move so quickly that uh, it's hard to see it as long-term sustainable for something like gold that often kind of fits uh, into a, a spot where, you know, when investors are in a pinch. Laureen, what about the potential bailout from Jay Powell and co? We talked to Kathy Jones, fixed income chief at Schwab earlier, and she's pointing out we could get a dovish hike where the Fed could get that 25 in, but say, look, we got your back the rest of the year. Should we be trying to kind of bake that into bullish possibilities here, Lorraine? I think that Powell is making himself very clear when he came before Congress and indicated that he was going to get on a path of increasing rates, maybe not stopping all the purchases, asset purchases right now, but that rate hikes needed to happen and they needed to happen starting in March. He also gave us the clear signal of 25 basis points, which changed our expectation from possibly 50 basis points. So that certainly appeased the markets. But I think what we're going to see is consistent 25 basis point increases in the markets uh, and moving forward. And he even indicated uh, when he was asked the question, uh, would he be like Volcker? And, uh, and in, in, a, in a sense, he said yes. So that means increasing rates, even when it hurts, even when it actually impacts the markets, he's going to do what he needs to do to bring down mm. inflation. And that's good news for all of us. We need inflation to come down. Okay, a realist too, perhaps, uh, in our Fed chair. Uh, thanks, ladies. Really great conversation. Appreciate you both joining us here this afternoon. Lauren Gilbert, CEO of WealthWise Financial, and Rebecca Walls, our president 
at Walzer Wealth Management.